Thanks for downloading the Nightcap Series 4, sponsored by Guzborns. More on them later when we grab ourselves a drink. We are so delighted to be back for Series 4. With COVID and all the various challenges the industry has faced in getting things up and running over the last year, we've been gone for way longer than we wanted to. Uh, But nevertheless, we are back with eight more episodes and with some great guests lined up for you. Some of these episodes were recorded at the back end of 2021, some were more recent, but we wanted to leave all the content in there for you to enjoy regardless. Remember, for more content and videos follow us on instagram and twitter at the nightcap underscore pod and very soon we'll be launching our brand new youtube channel where for the first time we'll be putting up every episode of the series for you to watch if you'd rather see our rosy cheeked faces enjoy And welcome to the Nightcap, Life Behind the Michelin Star. This is a late night lock-in where we candidly discuss and debate all things culinary over a few drinks. As always, I'm sat upstairs at Salt Restaurant in Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home in the heart of Warwickshire. It's 10 o'clock at night, just gone. Service is wrapping up downstairs. Let me introduce myself and what the hell we're all doing here. I'm Sam Alexander, a podcaster, producer and daytime cooking show contestant. To my left playing host is Michelin Star Head Chef and owner of Salt, Mr. Paul Foster. How you doing? You're right, yeah? Good, thanks, mate. And our guest today is Head Chef of the Grill at the Dorchester and Chef to Watch winner at the National Restaurant Awards 2021 is Tom Bouton. How you doing, mate? Cheers. Thanks very much for having me. Well, it's it's pleasure. not 10 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock. Is it already? Oh. We've been waiting for this for, since We've been waiting for you. Morning. It's your <laughs> fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. I'm absolutely shattered. I've been here for hours. Where the hell is he? Paul's got me pissed already. This is the key to good podcasting, right? I know. I've got to remember my media trading now. Plow them with booze is the philosophy. Thank you. No, thank you very much for having me. How was dinner, firstly? <laughs> no, it's fantastic. No, it's real. I've been here twice, two times before. I think yeah, so yeah, third time. Yeah, first, first time, time I came in, I didn't really know Paul first, so I, we popped in because I think I was at the Rabbit when uh, the old man Alan was there. Ah, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, and we came in, we, we sat in the window, we sat in the window one, and fucking amazing. Mm. And then, yeah, last time we came in with Rach, you looked after us amazing, and tonight was really good. I wasn't allowed the character tonight, though. Oh, was I that got banned. No, yeah. I got banned from it. I heard Paul say, Tom's been in two times. He's not allowed to carry <laughs> So Jan had the carrot dish and I had the uh, oh, I had nice. the dashy broth, which I sat drinking out the bowl and Paul was giving oh, me the thumbs great. up. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was like a cereal bowl, both hands behind it. I love yeah. that. No, absolutely love it. Awesome. Um, do you guys know each other well, by the way? Like, have you? Uh, I would say, well, like, just from coming here, really, and I've been down to the Grill in Dorchester. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, it was like a week or two before lockdown, wasn't it? Fuck, really? Yeah, it was, I remember you had a big party of Americans cancel or something. There's about five really? of us in the restaurant. Did you? It was just like yeah, loads of cancellations. Nights. It was crazy. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I wish it was, it was, yeah, it was, last, it was like that now. Last March. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, just, it was just last March. March. Yeah, it was, it last was the March. first day I put the chocolate and sorrel ice cream on. That's you were right. the first person to try it. It was lovely. Christ, yeah, really? I remember that. Yeah. Wow, pressure. Did you yeah. go ask It was like ages ago. Were you asking for feedback straight away? or? I'm not asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was. I was like, just showing the side before you come up some of your food, like the, the lobster tart yeah. that you're obviously known for and that. And yeah, uh, that looks no, insane. I had a wicked meal down there. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, coming up on today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Tom about what it's like being a young chef, especially at such a prestigious place like the Dorchester. We'll be talking about restaurant markups and Salt Bay's receipt, which has been doing the rounds at the moment. We'll take some of your questions you've sent us via the Nightcap Twitter and Instagram pages. And as always, we'll be doing Boiling Point where... Paul and Tom will tell their stories of the real heat of the kitchen. Got some cowboy stories, cooking hacks, myths as well. 
But before we get into that, this is obviously a nightcap. We are once again for Series 4 opening a beautiful bottle every episode of Guzborn's finest award-winning English sparkling wine. Visit their website now, guzborn.com, see which of their very special vintage releases you might like to purchase and enjoy at home. All with free UK mainland delivery and no minimum order required. Do you like that? Oh, I do, yeah. That's very nice. Thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, you do fantastic adverts, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, it's almost oh, like... It you're it's on ITV like after... <laughs> oh, that would Dancing be... on ice. I wouldn't have to do this anymore fantastic. if I was doing the ice. I go online and order some now, but I've got yeah, a restaurant full. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've got a lovely voice. Cheers, mate. Really nice. Appreciate that. Um, Paul, what are we drinking tonight? Um, so Jack, our manager here, went down to Gusbourne. Look at oh, that. Pouring myself first. No, Terrible. mate. It's a bit like that all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he went down to Gusbourne the other day and he spoke to Neil. Obviously, we know Neil, who's been on the pod. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just said he got anything nice for the podcast. Cheeky so he, li- I love that. Don't ask, don't get. He... Pulled out a 2013 Blanc de Blanc. Blanc de Blanc is obviously the best, their best. But yeah, an old 2013 one, and you can tell the branding's slightly different. The bottle's different to the yeah, previous ones. That. So yeah, just uh, a little bit more aged than normal, but still lovely. Loads of green apple, 100% Chardonnay. Mm, cheers. Cheers. So I took a preemptive swig then. Mm. I was too excited. Oh man, that does. Mm. so sweet. Feels yeah, like a long time ago, isn't it? We're all sitting at home by ourselves, drinking Stella Artois. Yeah, yes, it does. Really I forgot my that. etiquette. I'm just yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm just drinking it like whatever. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, Four tinnies a day from Stella Artois. It's nice to be back out though. I know we've been back in work, but yeah, definitely. Nice to get back out. It's amazing yeah. now because, like, I, I always felt like the first few times going out felt super novel, and then by the third time, it was as if nothing happened. I can't remember what yeah. it was like, which is a good thing, and it really. I mean, yeah, I think I've still got a new appreciation for it. Still, do you? I'm trying That's to nice. cling on to that. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you remember when we couldn't do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. stay yeah. keen. Yeah, exactly. Sure. A lot of guests have forgotten that <laughs> already. Yeah, I I, three three weeks are nice. <laughs> yeah, I swear we, you've never had so many. I know you've always had like the odd person not turn up, but I swear that that is crazy right now. Is yeah, that a coincidence? We, we used or? to get like a lot of late cancellations, but what we get now, which we never ever used to have, is no shows, which is fucking crazy because yeah, man, you, you'd at least try and cancel and like blag your way out because you no show. Like I've got your card. I'm, yeah, I'm taking your money. A lot of money to. And I'll, nothing. Yeah. Basically. And I'll like, as I was telling you earlier, I'll hunt you down and I'll get that money. <laughs> I will try every morning. I can, I can vouch for this. I sat down tonight and Jan, one of my boys was with me. And I was like, Paul's on the phone. He's speaking to a customer. It's <laughs> the table next to us. They've got a birthday card on the table as well. His name's Ooh. called Neil. <laughs> That's the one that and Tom's to be honest, got there. Is there a camera? I've actually got the card in yes, front of me. And no one's is... opened it yet. Oh, and Paul was on the phone like, I'll find you. This and is- I will charge you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's Liam Nielsen. <laughs> that sounds like Paul. Oh, let's yeah. open this card. Let's open the card. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, look at that. Is that so- London Eye? Yeah, <laughs> the gift shop version. Yeah, look at that. Dear Neil, happy 50th. Well, Neil, happy birthday. You bastard. You didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> You've been charged. I, I, I charged. You missed out, and Neil. You've paid for tonight's wine. But, uh, Cheers, Neil. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, okay, well let's uh, let's start let's start with um, what we you know the sort of being such a young chef at such a prestigious place is probably something that gets thrown at you a lot because I mean if you don't mind me saying you're 26 years old is that right? 
nearly 29 now. 29? Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're 26 when you joined. 26 when you, when I yeah, joined, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I mean, and you you look like 21, mate, as well. Yeah, you look I know. So like... I got ID'd in the pub opposite today. Did you? We, we, we drove up after lunch. <laughs> Me and Jan, well, he looks about 12 anyway. We were in the pub and the guy was like, you got ID, he got his out, Swiss. He's like, oh, you're Swiss, very neutral. That's what he said. We're <laughs> <laughs> so in the country here. And he looked at mine, looked at me and said, I'm really sorry, mate, you're older than me. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a compliment. And he was like, he was the pit, the arm was pissing himself. I was like, at least he said sorry. Oh, like, yeah. Do yeah. I know I'm a baby face. You age well, though, that you're going to be yeah, quitting when you're like 40. Yeah, you're quite baby face as well, though. Do you think? I, I don't know, really. Yeah. But my partner just literally just looks so <laughs> hell. It's coming back, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's always been that high. That's what yeah. I tell everyone. Yeah, yeah me so too. I'm actually 65. Really? <laughs> you look great. You're fantastic. Mate. Um, yeah, so what is, talk us through a little bit about what it was like starting at the grill at 20, you know, as a head chef at 26. Had you, how did that come up? How did that sort of come about? No, it was just quite, it still happened very naturally, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I always, I always get judged for my, well, only, only this job I got judged for my age. But to be honest, I've been cooking for 14 years now at, my first restaurant was Free Rosettes and I've been cooking since then, since 14 years. Yeah. Cooking at Michelin starred level since past 10, 11 years. So it, I always compare it to all my friends who went to uni, who went to sixth form, did their uni and then left uni at 21, 22 with 40,000 pounds worth of debt. Sure. And now they work for enterprise and trying to flock cars, which they can't <laughs> and still paying off that debt. <laughs> but now they all Ouch. become managers. Well, they know names. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> Bloody enterprise. Wow. But do you know what I mean? Like, you already had seven how, years on them at that point. But how many people have left uni and done 14 years after that? How many people leave uni at 22? Sure. Do 14 years? That means they're 36. Yeah, that's a good how, point, how actually. You're at, yeah, 30... I'm 39. 39. Yeah. So that means he would only been a head chef three years ago. He opened Salt three years ago, no? More well, longer. I was head chef at 27. 27 years ago, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, very different to you. That was a sleepy little village in Suffolk, so less pressure. Nobody knew who I was, and it wasn't yeah, like... Sure. It wasn't a five-star in Mayfair. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could make mistakes there, and, like, there's a lot I <laughs> Go got away with, to yeah, be honest. Away with it. <laughs> to, to learn in that way, yeah. Like, yeah, a year older, being a head chef, but a totally different mm-hmm. sort of... Environment. Um, pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But age is just a number, though. Of course it is, mate. Like, yeah. It completely exactly. is. Like, I look at... I look at many people, not even just in the work. I was going to say in work, but I can't say that. I've been, I've been media trained. <laughs> I look at many people who are over the age of 50 and I think, why are you acting like a child? Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? You see that in Dave's Day Live. You go to Tesco's yeah. and you're like, why are you acting like a child? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a mentality, really. Yeah, it's a mentality thing. It's age is a number. If you're good enough and you feel pushing enough and you're willing enough, mm-hmm. then you get the job. So, you, you, so you were head chef before that though for Alan, weren't you? Yeah, well so, that's what everyone always forgets. That's yeah. why when everyone comes into, when we first opened, all of the Dover Soul crowd were coming in and being like, ah, 20, 26, how is he a head chef? He's never cooked a day in his life. And I was like, <laughs> I was head chef of a one star and four rosettes three years yeah. before this. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, even though I'm never going to say I'm the best chef in the world, I was like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> There's so many better chefs out there. But the point of being a head chef is you're not just a chef. You're a manager, you're a fucking organizer, you're a delegator, yeah, sure. you're, you're everything. You're mm-hmm. not just that, you're not just a cook. Yeah. To be honest, I wish I was just a cook because that's what I love doing. Mm-hmm. But now I don't yeah, get to do that every day. That's the sweet irony of it all, really. Was that yeah. the, the same at Tubman? Were you still cooking? 
even when you were the head I mean, okay. we had a very small team I was still very very hands on right and, I yeah. mean I, I know I'm still Tom hands on I just right. the floor and turn up and on yeah, time oh yeah of course yeah, 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 yeah no I know <laughs> 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 whatever mate like, yeah do you really <laughs> but I'm always there and like we are part of the team we have a really nice we're talking about our culture this evening and yeah we have an amazing culture and it's important that we keep that mm-hmm. do you know what I mean but we are a part of it why are you laughing at me <laughs> <laughs> the promotion feed the eyes on you yeah, well, take that pay rise away mate <laughs> <laughs> so, so back when you first uh, when you got it what was the sort of um, if you don't mind me asking like, what was the arrangement how did it come about I mean, did you have to go salary, and... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's the next question so, <laughs> not have, you got, have you got the paperwork on you um, no like how did you have to go in and cook for them did you have to what did you have no, to do I was very lucky to be honest they they the hotel manager came to the Allen's and Alan was then at the Wild Rabbits down the road mm. and Alan really left it in my control and I love him for that he's my chef dad I've got so much love for him like I, he's my he's a good bloke you know yeah. what I mean I yeah, worked for him I, my first job in London was him in 2012 I did a year for him we just won the star 14th 14th best restaurant in London I just come through Rosette in Suffolk in Essex Suffolk border and I was like now. my first <laughs> trial was Poland Street my ne- and it opened two weeks before my next trial was Alan Williams at the West Street and I was like wow this is lovely like, wow, this is nice yeah. and I was two hours late to my trial and, and Alan was like How yeah, come? you didn't have Google Maps I'm not even that old but you, I think we forget about technology you didn't even have a I don't even think I had an iPhone yeah, I got on Liverpool I got from Colchester uh, two days before I was at Poland Street I got to Poland Street alright I don't know how because Westbury's only literally two seconds away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two days later, I get back on the train, Colchester Station, a 525 train, and all the banker wankers were on it, and I couldn't get a seat, <laughs> and I was standing up, and like, you know when you just like, so like, you must have been there when mm. like, you do these stages and these trolls, you just feel sick. I yeah. felt really sick. Mm-hmm. Coming to Liverpool Street, like I have all my parents all my life, and I was like, I'm gonna be sick, I'm gonna be sick, I'm gonna be sick, I'm gonna be sick. Literally, I didn't even open the door, I just shut the window down, threw up everywhere. Did you? And then all the dickheads behind me just opened the doors, threw me to the, I was like on the ground. Everyone just walked over me, no one stopped and asked me. Wow. And that's when I first realized, God, London's a bunch of wankers, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so when my dad and mum, my mum and dad come up, my dad's from, from round here, he's from Warsaw. He wants to chat to everyone. You're like, you're all right, mate. And I'm like, dad, 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 you're not allowed to talk to people. Like, there's, a, there's an un, unsaid rule in London. You talk to someone, you're not allowed to talk to someone. And I love that when your PR guys are going to listen back to this and go, has he been media trained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you go, yeah, London, just full of wankers. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very expensive media training lady as well. <laughs> She's good. But yeah, I was walking around bloody Berkeley. I was walking around Maze when Maze was there. I just remember oh, walking yeah. around Maze, which is not even far from the Westbury. I just remember walking around that bloody square for like 20 minutes stressing. I remember getting to myself, what the fuck, where the fuck am I going? Like, and this old lady, and I asked people, but no one, everyone ignored me. Wow. It was very strange. Now when everyone stops me, my Rachel always says, my girlfriend always says, go. She's like, why do you always chat to people? I'm like, someone asked me where they want to go. Yeah. They obviously need to know where they want to go. Yeah, like, it might there, just be yeah. there, but they don't know that. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. you don't. And this old lady walked me to the door of the Westbury. Bless her. <laughs> yeah. She was about 80 odd. She literally walked me with my hand. You know, she like, follow you me off. now. Yeah. She grabs my hand. She walked me from Maze, literally outside Maze restaurant. <laughs> we walked past Claridge's. I'm over here like, oh, Claridge's. Gordon Ramsay at Claridge's. Yeah. <laughs> and walking down New Bond Street, like Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down New Bond Street. And she's like, that's the Westbury, love. Good luck. Wow, that is mad. Yeah, and you were two, out, two hours late. Yeah, two, two and a bit hours late. What was their reaction when you turned that? Alan, he's the loveliest guy 
I ever meet. He did not. He cared, but he was like, "Could you tell you?" Were, yeah, yeah, I was like, I went in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. All he said was, "Calm down, son. You're all right." <laughs> I do this really, and I do it in front of him as well. I do this really bad accent of him, which he doesn't sound like, but I just right. do it. Okay. Just go and get changed. Calm down. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> he, made me, he made me a cup of tea. He wow. was prepping the cod on the pass, and I remember like, I told me if we never got whole fishing. So I remember being like, fuck. And he, he always, Alan calls himself a bit of a sushi master. He's amazing at prepping fish. Uh-huh. And you'd watch him and you'd just be like, oh, wow. It was really nice. So what it was amazing. Start. Amazing. Yeah. So when you fast forward a little bit and you're now at the Dorchester, like day one, two, three, is it new menu straight away? Are you flooded with ideas? You want to make it your own? Was it, <laughs> yeah. was that overwhelming to you or just exciting? No, the whole point that, so yeah, we, we spoke about it for a good six, seven months. You don't want the wine? I have the Mina and Have a glass, have a glass. Hayley's having a glass. Yeah, love it. will be right. <laughs> so they kind of approached me and we spoke and we spoke and we had many, many conversations. With my, yeah, we had many conversations. I think about media training now. <laughs> yeah, we had many conversations where they were talking about, oh, we want to do British dishes. And I was like, all oh, right, let's put a tikka masala on. <laughs> and they were like, tikka masala? And I was like, well, yeah, it was, there. it was a very burger restaurant before. And it was, what I called the restaurant before was a, was a hotel restaurant, where I think now we have a restaurant and a hotel, yeah. which are very two different right. things. Yeah. And when I said that to the CEO and the GM of Mr. Whitfield, Mr. Cowdery, they both looked at me and to give them a due, They've never questioned anything I've said or asked. Mm-hmm. They were like, "You're right. Wow, you're yeah. right." So that's well, wasn't where wasn't Cass over it for a bit as well. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Decas yeah. was before us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but so, it was. You're right. You never heard of it before. I never knew of it really. I knew the daughter had the grill. Yeah, yeah. it was never anything to speak of. But now it stands out on its own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's amazing. Though. I, I always say to the guys, "It's amazing what we've done." Because obviously, I've been in London for 10, 11 years now. I never said on my days off. Let's go and eat there. Like, let's go there. And you look at us tonight. We had like two one-star chefs, and I'm not even there. Like, how, how many industry chefs do we get every night, Jan? Industry. We're, yeah. I call the restaurant restaurant industry. Yeah. We're just literally we're just restaurant at industry. Yeah, a lot of chefs eating. You there, see the yeah. same shitty photos every single day. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking lobster. That bloody fucking lobster, lobster dish. And a radish fan every bloody day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's my. So, and then was it overwhelming having Alan Ducasse like literally the other side of the hallway throughout no, this no. process, or was it a help to have that? No, no, a help really. You know, the Dorchester is amazing. We work. As a, as a unit, we work really close. A lot of hotels, I think they have that, like, oh, this is us, this is the, uh, we work very tight together. Really? It's something that, we all wanted to do. So first time I, I met that John. That surprises me because there's five, right? Uh, China Tang, Decas, us, and then the main kitchen. So and really, what, so you all really have four. regular meetings as a whole? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, wow. weekly, weekly us as, we, monthly us as leaders of hotel have a meeting. Uh-huh. We love a meeting. Right. We, have, <laughs> we, have, we have meetings of meetings. Right, I love it. Hotel, yeah. we like that one. Meetings, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, I say, so send me a meeting. Can you put a meeting for a meeting? Because <laughs> if you're gonna have a meeting, I need to have a meeting about the meeting first. You can't <laughs> just have a meeting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my running joke. <laughs> that makes but sense. that's hotel world. It always trust me. Yeah. yeah, and it's a big hotel. We employ 600 staff. Wow, mate. That's and there's insane. a lot of suits. That's why. That's why I call them. Yeah. Yeah, people you don't even know that work there. And you see Which their faces every day. Really high positions. Them. Yeah, just like yeah, that's that guy. And it matters opinion apparently. Yeah, their, their opinion matters. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, what? How would you describe where it's at now and and the cuisine and the you know what is the the sort of like ethos of of that menu that you've created over the last couple of years? Well, I think we tried to make 
we tried to make so the grill's the oldest restaurant and hotel it's been at for 90 years so everything in the room is kind of uh what's it called when you when you can't break down something uh not uh, like listed uh, listed, listed yeah, yeah everything's listed in the building so we can't mm-hmm. really break anything down so it's quite yeah, it's restrained in that kind of context a little mm-hmm. bit but what i said to them was let's try and make a british kind of grill a new modern grill because i wasn't going to leave alan's I was, I was very happy the thing with the ball was in my not in a cocky way but at the time maybe i treated it a bit cocky but the ball was in my court because they came to me i sure, didn't yeah. i didn't come to you were approached i i had a lovely job before yeah. i was head chef of a one star under an amazing chef who everyone loves in the industry mm-hmm. no one's got a bad word to say about alan yeah. not every household name would know him but he's a legend and he's a mm. proper cook he can cook the pants off everyone like right. he's a cook yeah that's yeah. him he's a cook that's cool. And uh, I was happy. Head chef, I was 24. I was head chef for one star with four rosettes. Yeah, mate. I don't, and I never insane. bragged about it. I've never bragged about, I try and not brag about anything. Uh-huh. But it was an amazing job. I yeah. didn't need that. Yeah. Why go there and take on all of the suits? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I said to him. Yeah. I was like, this, this hotel, leave me alone. I just have to deal with Alan. <laughs> and I thought that was hard. It was easy. <laughs> so that says to me then that it was quite important to you that when you were having the negotiating conversations that it was important that they took on your philosophy of having a restaurant in a hotel, not yeah. a hotel restaurant. Mm, Otherwise, yeah. it maybe was not the right thing. For you. Yeah, we, on a, yeah, on a serious note, we went through many, many talks and they had ideas, I had ideas, and we didn't agree for a few months. Mm-hmm. It took a good four or five months. Yeah, wow. And then- Interesting, yeah. that's a long time to be yeah, going back yeah, and forth. Yeah. Like, they must be fucking wanted And then it got to like <laughs> the end and they offered me something and I was like, and I, I left the Westbury that night. I remember that service, I remember being like, fuck. <laughs> I might have to take it. Because they've actually said yes to everything I've asked for. Yeah. Rachel, to give Rachel a due, I, like, I love her to bits, my girlfriend. She literally says to me, she's like, Tom, you don't want to leave. Be cocky. Ask them for everything. Yeah. This is how much money I want. Because they didn't want to refurb the restaurant. We're talking money now. They didn't want to refurb the restaurant. They didn't want to refurb the kitchen. They didn't want to buy anything because the restaurant had its brand because Decas bought it. Yeah, got you. <laughs> okay. And I said, I don't want that. I want to rebrand the restaurant. I want to, I want to buy all the chef's chef whites. I want to make sure they've got this. I want to make sure we've got all the new crockery the trays do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it went from spending nothing to spending quite a lot of money wow and she was she was the one that forced me to it yeah. to perfect, say to say just sense. ask them yeah. you're not going to lose anything yeah. I think and I wasn't lose. cocky about it I just said if you want to do it that's how much it's going to cost yeah, I reckon yeah. and I wasn't far off I was, I was four grand under budget wow which mate. is better than homes on the hammer <laughs> <laughs> always Dion going Dublin's always going over he's the budget always going. <laughs> Dion doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> that's that is I think you're absolutely spot on because you don't you weren't desperate for the job no it, you yeah. just play couldn't have in played. hindsight it's thank the lord I did <laughs> take the job because my old restaurant and hotel shut so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you would have been knocking on that back door wouldn't I'd you I'd been like Paul you got a job off <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I, I don't think, I mean, we've talked a little bit about um, what it was like at Tuddenham being, uh, you know, your first head chef job, but what was the transition like to it? How did it come about? Did you have to go in and cook for someone? Or yeah, did, I did. Yeah, I had, poached, to go, like, I had to go in and cook and um, I wasn't working at the time. I'd left Sats and I had nowhere to um, like get all the ingredients and stuff. Uh, so I, I phoned Sats, I was like, look, can you get me some stuff in? I've got to cook this dish. And I was, can I do the prep at yours? He's like, all right, yeah, yeah, so. And it caught, and obviously I paid him for the stuff, and he's like, do some prep for us today and you can have the gear. 
<laughs> no there's like 200 scallops there jump on them it's like chef I left it wow. three, three months ago <laughs> it's like, you want your stuff do some fucking prep it's alright then it's alright yeah, yeah that's freezing fair. cold prepping scallops because you always do scallops outside at Sats that's his thing right yeah even there's if that it's, bench outside yeah. I remember my mate Philly worked there I remember what's that he's like that's a scallop bench even, <laughs> I've been like, out there in really? the snow that... prepping it yeah why is he obsessed with that because he doesn't like the mess oh I thought it was something to do with how scallops would react to getting flicked up and uh, on the you know the cladding that you wow. can just wipe yeah that, that's his thing <laughs> Christ yeah that's clean freak. but fair enough yeah. I respect it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you got out, out there in the snow yeah so I did loads of prep for him and that and then took me stuff did, did the prep and yeah took it down took everything box so I just had to do almost <laughs> like a service mm-hmm. um, and I was just stood there watching did you feel nervous not really because when I saw the fucking nuggets they had in the kitchen <laughs> like honestly they, like these guys I one of them I inherited and got rid of but the other guy um, fortunately he'd left because I would have had to get rid of him anyway just watch them and like just try to suss them out I was in there two hours just plodding along but watching them work and do service and uh, just the attitude of them and the way they were talking this blagging stuff and cowboy and everything yeah. and so I could be your new head chef yeah like, you've got to try and make an impression here yeah, yeah. didn't give a fuck and one of them was the Sioux who I inherited and yeah, he he left. It took me five months to get rid of him. Wow. Really? Yeah. Mental. Well, he gave me his bad, notice, and I thanked bad, him. Like they had a great opportunity there. Mm. They're about to get someone who come from a two like from like yeah, not you now, Paul Foster, but you then, Paul Foster. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, Hungry to do sushi. something really special. Like, the yeah. only time I had a Todd and Mill was out at Tolbooth when Paul was there because mm-hmm. we yeah. went. It's Put not it far that, away. Yeah. It is, but it's no, not. it's close to Tolbooth. It's close-ish, yeah. ish. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we don't go past the border too far. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So what's that about? Why would you not take that? crazy some of them did I inherited a very inexperienced team and one of the guys is there now he's Chef Patron and he runs all of their places he's doing really well Mm -hmm. Um, and then a couple of the other guys have done alright from it Um, but yeah it was it was it was fucking hard because like some of the guys hadn't even eaten in a Michelin star restaurant let alone worked at them so they just didn't get it and it was about just like right we have to start from it was a means to an end for them to do it in a way yeah on the treadmill just like yeah exactly I had to go back to basics like they couldn't even blanch green beans properly I'm like right this is where we've got to start then green beans this is ringing a bell no salt and water is this like it was like a pan of water like that and like three boxes in yeah yeah. from Kenya yeah, the boxes from Kenya. I yeah, love the local Kenya beans one. from Kenya. The cardboard, my favourite. <laughs> when you wrap them in leaves, down, down the road, especially down the road. Yeah, yeah. Always Kenya. Always, always Kenya. Kenya. They're always in season in Kenya. I've never <laughs> seen a bean in Kenya, though. Not like a bin. <laughs> <laughs> David Attenborough, this is a bean. <laughs> Were those guys the ones that had a salt and pepper pot as the yeah, same pot? Yeah, they did. You know, the crap table salt with really? crap and pepper in it. In the same. Straight away, I was like, you, this guy fucking. Yeah, I'll write that down. I quite like that. Adam will love that. I'd be like, this is everything. <laughs> That'll save some time. <laughs> um, Bit of time in it as well. <laughs> um, actually, lastly on, lastly on that subject, were you, um, was there any team that you inherited that, that stayed? Was that a big part of the transitional process? Or, or? Yeah, we had it pretty, that's why I mentioned it to you, because oh, really? we had it tough as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a bit of a, the restaurant before was a bit funny, really. So I don't, how, mind, how I don't many, mind saying it. One of the reasons why I took the job is because I knew I couldn't make it any worse. Wow. Okay, I decided yeah. to take the job because I knew, I said to Robert, the big boss, yeah. I can't make it worse. So even if I <laughs> so fail... I'm going to look good. So even if <laughs> I fail, I might look a little bit all right. <laughs> wow. I know that sounds a really dick thing to no, say. No, no, no. But I did, I dragged, 
a team from the country. Do you know what I mean? Adam, my now sous chef, was at Hand and Flowers before, and he was my junior sous at the Westbury. And I dragged Big John from Hand and Flowers. Young just finished his national service in Switzerland. So yeah, we kept one chef from the old team. Wow. So there's only one there. There's only now. one chef on the old team, Neil Blue, and he's an absolute diamond. Yeah. Oh, mate, that is insane. Absolute diamond. Yeah. But saying that, though, he did try and get me sacked my first week's time. <laughs> did he? What did what? you do? What, well, no, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, no, can I say it? I don't know. Yeah, basically, hotels use agency chefs, don't they? They yeah. love agency chefs. Mm. I don't know why. Why use agency Easy, chefs? Easy, Too yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the chefs were working 40 hours a week. The, sh- the agency chefs were working 70 hours a week. I thought that was stupid. Maybe I'm the donkey. I don't know. <laughs> so I said, no, 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 no. This needs to stop. Yeah. And yeah, well, they, and they didn't t- like it. The <laughs> hotel chefs didn't like it. But I made that decision. <laughs> wow. And he what put a word in and tried to say yeah, that this guy. Is- luckily, me and the executive chef at the time, we literally started the same week. We were brought on board to the hotel to reinvent the life. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, this might happen. And literally four days after my first day in the kitchen of the old restaurants, we shut for two months and refurbed. Yeah, basically most of the team went downstairs and said he's trying to make us work more than 40, uh, 38 hours a week or something. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I weren't making them trying to work hard. I was just trying to cut costs. Yeah, of course. Like, it doesn't, yeah, take, a number, stuff, it doesn't yeah. take a number to realise if you do six for dinner Absolutely. and you're paying free agency chef £17 an hour mm-hmm. for six hours, then the maths don't make up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we can yeah, all be well. nice and look after hours and look after staff, which I really, really want to do. And I do. I love my staff. And, that's why they've been with me for so long, but the business is the business. And if yeah, the business cool. doesn't make money, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't for anyone. make sense. Yeah. If I don't make money in that business now, because we run it, I run it as a separate business. Mm-hmm. The hotel will fight me. That's a really good sort of transitional point to go through to talk about the next topic, which was about markups in restaurant. This has come. I know lots lots of people will be listening to this a while after it happened, but. Um, Salt Bay's receipt was doing the rounds the other day, and we thought this is the perfect time to talk about markets. So obviously, I don't. A lot of people in the industry will know exactly how this works, but when it comes to great Salt Bay impression, um, <laughs> when it comes to markups in restaurant, is there like a rule of thumb for all menus, all restaurants? Is it the same yeah, everywhere? Uh, like, there's a general it's, one. It differs depending on your in-house costs and whether you're like contract catering or fast food or fine dining. A general rule of thumb is times four. That's that's the rough sort of your cost price times four, and that uh-huh. should include your VAT and everything else. If you're like for ultra, all ultra, standards ultra, of restaurant, no, no, if you're ultra fine dining, it's it's a little bit more because your costs are higher. Yeah. If you're you know uh, a pub chain. doing um, you know like really simple food, yeah. then yeah, you don't need to do times four. But a general rule of thumb is times four. Do you agree with that? Or yeah, four? I reckon a pint's most probably times five. Yeah, times six. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I mean, depending uh, where you are as well, London is a bit different. Yeah, obviously, yeah, rents and rates I are higher. I was looking at kegs, and I think a pint from a keg was forty-five p. Wow, forty-five p. Quite cheap. Yeah, that's really cheap. That's shocking, actually. The only reason I know that as well because for Paddy's Day last year, me and Adam bought a keg of Guinness, and it cost sixty pound, and you and get eighty many... pints out of it, and yeah. I was buying it from. That's insane. Someone else. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what, what a lot of other people don't think is well, there's a difference between like cash margin and percentage margin. Yeah. So if I buy a bottle of wine here for six quid, right, I need to sell it for 24, mm-hmm. right, to pay the VAT, pay everything else and cover all the costs. Yeah. I need to sell it for 24. If I buy one for 300 quid, I don't need to sell it for 1,200 quid. 
Got you. I don't need yeah, to. Yeah, I should yeah, not sure, be making yeah, four you. times the amount on that. Uh-huh. So champagne, you shouldn't be trying to get that kind of four times cost. It's generally like a really expensive double or, or maybe a little bit less depending on the champagne. Because okay, if I bought it for 200 quid and I'm selling it for 800, I'm making fucking 600 quid. Yeah, that's quid. a that's, that's, exploitative, yeah. You know, you, you're not doing that much more service that requires that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah sure. so if I buy it for 200 and I sell it for 350, then I'm still making 150 quid cash on that yeah, got to cover the cost. So you've got to weigh that up as well. But a general rule of thumb, yeah. Probably like with the big food. boys, though, you never sell many of the big boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is always... It's, it's like, right saying that you're selling it for 1,200 quid. It's, but... it's like fishing with the right bait on the end of the line with yeah. that, isn't it? With yeah. the big high ticket bottles of wine. Like, it, it is, and you've got to think, if, you, if you're buying them as well, and they're not sat, they're sat in stock, if you buy a bottle of Petrus and you've bought it for yeah. three grand yeah. that's three grand sat in your stock holding yeah, yeah, as well yeah. and you, know, you can't just have that there no, all the time you've got, to, yeah. you've got to keep well, getting good business keeps it moving well, that was his thing though the Petrus no that was the main was part of the bill. So, no. so for those that haven't seen it, um, I think Dorchester is three thousand six hundred. If anyone wants to buy one, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't afford it. <laughs> Quote me, and you get ten percent off. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so Salt Bay's receipt it was thirty eight grand. Thirty eight grand, but five thousand pound of that was service charge. Yeah, which is a fucking lot. Yeah. Considering, like, did they do five thousand five thousand pounds worth of service for that one table of four? <laughs> oh, that's no mad. chance. No chance. Crazy. No. But no, and no the chance. majority of why it was so expensive was the wine, though, right? Yeah, it was. There was like there was over twenty grand of fucking Petrus on there, like three bottles, and then yeah, there was champagne there was, for a couple of grand. Yeah, Don Pony, Yeah. Do you but, know where it is as well? No. Like you guys, not know, as like, pretty, you, you know London a lot, yeah. but do you know I don't that, know no. that building. No. Very, very touchy building. Is it? Every building around it, it's beautiful. Oh, that right. looks like a car park. How long has he been there? Is it? No, 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 two it's weeks. It's like two weeks, weeks at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So there's, yeah. there's a casino, which I've never been in. Sure. <laughs> 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 I thought you were sat lopsided. That's why it's a shithole. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very... I, I drove past it the other day. I was like, that's where it is. And it's just, yeah, weird. Yeah, I've got, I've got the receipt up here. So it's... Uh, Go on. There was three bottles of Petrus, two of one year, one of another year. The 2003, 2009. Uh, 2003, they had two of them, and the 1996, one of them. So in total, it was like 28 grand on How much three bottles of wine. 96 is a good year. The 96 is 9,100. Yeah. Wow. And then the Dom Perignon that... spent like one, over one and a half grand for two bottles. But nine grand's a lot, huh? I mean, if you Googled that, like, or maybe if you got it from the supplier, but yeah. Yeah, they're, they're probably, I'm, I'm, totally fucking guessing they'll probably pay two three grand for that yeah but that's a good markup that's so a massive that that, that's be, an unnecessary markup in my opinion well, that's gonna be my next does you get sponsored by Bold and Salt fuck it I don't know I definitely need being to get called Salt they then. don't sponsor me and I'm from Essex don't sponsor me and we're called Salt and we were before him it's perfect how has that not happened I tried I went down there company yeah I know I went down there tried no, really? No, they're a little family company, isn't they? Yeah, Even yeah. though they're worldwide, like yeah, fam- yeah. they're like, no, they're fine. Like, and they are, they're doing all right. <laughs> Best salt around. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, like with that though, Based on your rule of thumb though, are they can you see any glaring outside of the oh, maybe the one? Yeah. I mean Go the, on. the food, ridiculous price, really, so what, isn't the, it? The tomahawk steak. Look, like, I ain't got like my personal opinion, I ain't really got anything against him or the restaurant charging that. And if people want to spend the money on that, like whatever. The wankers are the ones like, oh, look at my receipt. 
It's like real small dick energy in it. Like, Do you reckon real, that? Like, yeah, who took that photo? Yeah, did, yeah did, that's it. Somebody's shown up, look, I've done 37 grand on dinner. That, yeah. you know, there's a lot of self-esteem issues there, I think. <laughs> yeah. There? yeah. Small, will, small willy energy. I did that just, yeah. but you didn't look at me. Me and Hayley were on the same page though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If we looked at each other, we both went like that. <laughs> and then Paul said little dicks and we were like, yeah. Yeah, got the message. And then you pointed it. I don't. It is. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I've, I've gone to restaurants and spent a lot of money. Like nowhere fucking near that. A lot of money for me and my life. Sounds making decent money, isn't it? <laughs> I've never yeah, dreamed right. of being like, look at Morrissey. How expensive is this place? Yeah, just wanker, oh, it's wanker. Awful, yeah, it's wanker. yeah, it's bad. It's business card anyway, isn't it? That. Yeah. I went to. But Petrus the more we once. do, you know what the problem is with this? Yeah. Because we all talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it works. Yeah, Do you know right, who the yeah. biggest dickhead is? It's, it's nice. us. Because yeah. right, we're all talking about it now. All, how many oh different God. WhatsApp yeah, groups? Brian WhatsApp groups. It's everywhere. I had about three different WhatsApp groups and two of them were no restaurant industry people sharing that. Yeah. And yeah. it's like the power of it that's is absolutely insane. Like, and, and the, the thing is that... is PR, all PR is good PR. Yeah. yeah. And that's absolutely. not new. Like Petrus, Ramsey's got a restaurant called Petrus and obviously they sell a lot of Petrus. Mm. I went there a few years ago speaking to the head chef and he had a table of six on the Saturday night. Is that Russell? No, before Russell was there. Uh, Larry. Yeah, won't talk about Larry. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was telling me they had a table of six in the chef's table and they spent like 90 grand. And it was just oh Petrus after Petrus. The food was probably less than a grand. Oh yeah, It was just it Petrus, be. Petrus, Petrus. Yeah, that sort of stuff, that's London. Like, yeah. this is only, only because he flicks salt off his arm, this makes <laughs> flicks big news. Salt. It does. I think I'm a I do a 30 pound lunch menu for free courses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's London, it's London. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. What are you thinking? 30 you pound doing? lunch menu. <laughs> <laughs> you see how much money we made for lunch and we all went down. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think somehow he can patent the weird swan he's definitely swan. smashed it isn't he yeah. yeah. do you know how followers he's got Instagram me right. being a young Instagrammer go on 37 million apparently 37 million that can't be no, no I'm pretty sure check now Hayley get on it here check we go check on that go on. 37 N- what's million what's his name Nuzrat Nuzrat he's a Turkish guy right yeah he's a Turkish Th- guy 39 <gasps> 39.3 million. Wow. It's gone up 2 million since you checked. It's gone up 2 million since I checked. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I actually, the weird thing, when I, when I checked him That's out. It's mental. There is, there is, and do you know why that is? It's because dickheads like us are talking oh, about yeah. it. <laughs> We're adding fuel to this fire. <laughs> and he's going, well, no, yeah. no, he's going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, um, Flicking money off his arm. No, yeah. I'd never really like checked him out before today online, a bit more about him. Um, guess how old he is? Oh, I reckon he's a bit older than what I think. I reckon forty-seven. Yeah, I would. I would say forty-nine. Don't he's, say he's younger than me, please. He's younger than you. Fuck off. Yeah, he's, uh, he's thirty-eight. <laughs> what? He's thirty-eight. I, he looks like fifty. I, I think he looks fifty. So it's still time for me to get that many right. followers, then. Yeah, that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I just need a hook. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's not COVID. It's all right. <laughs> We've all. They don't give us water here. It's disgusting. Oh, no, sure. I'm just. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I had that flu. Huh? It's huh? Not COVID. No, no, no uh, we've it, all had. I've terrible. had that. We've all had it. It's been rubbish, isn't it? Um, okay, let's move on to some listener questions, shall we? We've got a couple here. We had we had a few people messaging this one actually. Carl, namely, asks, "What has been your favourite meals that you've had out uh, at tonight, restaurants tonight, Tom? since uh, <laughs> since <laughs> restaurants 
Since restaurants reopened, where don't, are you? Don't feel like well, I have one to say. I went to Stratford upon Avon and Carlucci's is just <laughs> delicious, man. You have a cardo on toast. They wait, they crush that avocado. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got the they view, really got the view of the Avon. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, I've been very lucky. Like <clears throat> I, 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 I haven't said, I haven't said, I've said not on podcast before, but when you're a chef in London, like I had eight years of being fucking skin. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first job in London, I was on seventeen grand. Wow. So now I've finally got money where I can afford to go out, take my girlfriend out, take the boys out, have these experiences, and this is all amazing. So since this COVID, I've been to really amazing restaurants. Number one, Salt. Oh, yeah. Last two <laughs> weeks ago, I went to Davies and Brook again, and it was amazing. Really got looked after by Dimitri. He was at National Restaurant Awards, which was an amazing night. Was there any particular like dishes on the night that make you say that now? That's the milk and honey. Milk and honey. The milk and talk, honey. Talk just, through it. What oh, is it? Just what? Fucking you know, bastards. I've got, I've got a soft serve <laughs> machine as well, but they've just smashed it to the next level. Okay. <laughs> so, bastards. What, <laughs> what form did that dish take? Have you not had the milk and honey? No. Oh, I can't ruin it. Just go and have it. It's, right. it's delicious. Okay. It's just, you're just eating, you're just like, fuck, this is... I love, it, annoyed, I love how annoyed. Yeah, I love how annoyed. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the young chef in me, like, like bastard. Like, yeah. I wish I come up with it's, that. It's like I love it, this. It, I hate it. <laughs> in, I love it so much that I hate it. <laughs> I always think it's like when two strikers are on the pitch and yeah. one striker scores and the other one goes and celebrates. Like, yeah. oh yeah, great. Like, it's it's just, just It wasn't me. It's yeah. just amazing. It is just amazing. It's supposed to be one of the best dishes I've ever had. And I, I did a day at Eleven Madison Park before, but and then before that, where was I there? To be honest, one of the best meals this year was a koi. Oh, okay. I've heard that's very good. Yeah. It just, it, it blew my mind and it blew my mind because I'm not saying I'm good because I'm not, but I, I, I can go to most restaurants and understand how that food's cooked mm-hmm. or the if I wanted behind to, it, yeah. if I wanted to, I could most probably copy it. Okay. I'm not saying I do because I don't really copy food. But you're thinking just, about that. When well, I could think, oh, that's how they do it. Yeah. Oh, that's quite nice. Maybe they do it like that. Maybe you could do it like that. Uh-huh. Even at Davies and Brook, I was thinking, oh, they do it like that. Maybe, oh, that's quite interesting. Maybe we could do it like that. Or, oh, they do it like that. We do it like this. Maybe I think this is better. That's my judgment. No one else's. <laughs> yeah. But at Koi, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> Mind blown. How I don't do even that? know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, actually, that reminds me of your reaction to Franson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you France, came I back. I want to go there. I and went he to was like I that, Sen in Singapore. That, that same thing you described there, if you were just like, I didn't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Like, almost I'm lost now. I don't I, know what. Yeah. I don't know how. I ate at Sen in Singapore when I had two stars with Tristan. It's my girlfriend's from Singapore. So we were back visiting the family. We went to Zen just when they opened after Andre left. And we were there. And I was just like, it looks. As well, as well. It's only two times from. in my life, it's empty restaurants, <laughs> but I've been like, fuck. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. Like, I think we because we all theoretically, everyone who's been on this podcast, maybe not everyone, but all of us who've been on this podcast, always kind of come from the same via background. Sure, we all come from the Marcus or the Gordons or the Baines or the kind of the big dogs, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's amazing. It's fucking fantastic. It's natural. We all kind of. It's natural. Yeah, Yeah. we all kind of semi understand how everyone thinks as well so when these original original people come on the block you're just like yeah, yeah it's a new level of like depreciation who the fuck are you what are you doing who invited you yeah I don't have a clue <laughs> Paul was outside prepping scallops fucking <laughs> yeah. I love that good answers any from um, you mate yeah I've had a, a couple best meal I've had this year was at Tony Parkins I went down there in July fucking superb like yeah. obviously that is so like if that doesn't get two stars 
starts. Like it's. Oh, it's, do you think? Wow. The, the standard superb. It's really. Oh, that's board. nice. Like, everything was like from that tiny was, kitchen. Was there any particular yeah, any particular exactly. dishes when you think of that place? You straight away go. Yeah, back he, yeah. His scallop dish was stunning, and then he does he, he does this dish. He kind of changes it all the time with the fish, but um, like langoustine with this little Thai sauce. It's so simple, but mm. just beautiful balance. And then his dessert, he does. I mean, you just know dessert, the white chocolate gingerbread, and that he did it on GBM, I think, last year. It's fucking superb. Yeah. And then I went, I went to Mahi in August as well, which is great. I mean, I love Paul Ainsworth. You yeah. do as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. You're talking Mahi's about just the something day. different. It's, yeah. It feels like you're in a different restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great. I, and great it is experience. really. I mean, we were trying yeah. to just decipher that the other day, but it's in the same. So for those that don't know, it's at number six, but not. It's sort of where the cooking school was. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a separate team. They do stuff together and there's crossover and it yeah. ties in nicely but doesn't tie in so much that you think you're in number six mm-hmm. but the food is there's a kind of a different ethos as well and Josh who's cooking there I know him from when he was a Casimir with Pete yeah, yeah. he's a great guy and like he's he just a really really good with people really calm really nice it's just a lovely experience yeah uh-huh. love it good yeah. people get good people Mm. Yeah, I had a big bill there. I went crazy. I went for the big boy, big boy wine flight. Big boy wine flight. Big boy wine flight. Take photo. Yeah. Thirty-eight grand it cost. That'll be on Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> five, five grand tips. <laughs> <laughs> Flash to app. Zoom. I thought this chef table was looking nice. <laughs> <laughs> just zoomed in. And, Have you penciled another zero on yourself? <laughs> Put that on yourself. Yeah. Love it. Great answers. Another one here from Daniel. Daniel, who says, uh, "Why? Is, oh, this is great." Are these all made up? Sorry. No, you actually right here. Yeah, yeah. Wait, why are you so surprised? Because yeah. you put it up once, you put it up once. Yeah, yeah we get loads of questions. Yeah, yeah, I listen to it. I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> there are, there, it's I more than just you. Like That's it. It's more than just you. It's more than just a show. It's more than just you. in sometime. Yeah, make it real. He's such a twat. Right, this one's from Daniel. I like this. Why is three fried or three poached eggs greedy, but three scrambled eggs is never enough? Oh, good question. Three yeah, I'd never as well. thought of that. Like, I'd have three scrambled eggs on toast, but I wouldn't have three fried eggs on toast. No. Yeah, but you've got to put three eggs in an omelette as well. You've Daniel forgot yeah, that. Because yeah. uh, have you ever been like, oh, I probably should, or, and done two and gone, well, that looks embarrassingly little. If you're yeah. at home or not, if you're at work, you have to make it look generous. You need to put three eggs in. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, home, it depends. Always my eggs are off. If you're doing a breakfast at, in a hotel, like one egg with a breakfast looks fine. But if somebody has scrambled egg with their full English, yeah, yeah. one yeah. scrambled egg looks that's it. Yeah, it's looking like embarrassing. I'm, I'm, I'm so bad at fucking egg cookery. Are you? Yeah, really. Why, why is oh, that? Yeah. Well, Do you I, like I eggs? never really Do you did. Like I only did breakfast shifts when I lived in France. My omelettes are fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm not afraid <laughs> to admit it. Do you know why I know they're so bad? Because when I was sous chef at Debu, Luke Shelby came to be like sous chef at oh, Debu yeah. as well. And Luke came from like Le Manoir. And he and we used to Ollie used to make us make breakfast at eleven o'clock every day. It was he was very strict about it. And amazingly, family food. All sit downstairs. Yeah, that was it. You I were love told, that. Get the I fuck like out. That. I like and that. I love that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, the first time I ever saw it, normally you just work like a dog. <laughs> but one day, like I think I made some gash scramble. I made some gash fucking porridge. <laughs> Put a bit of honey in it. I thought I was a boy. <laughs> and the next day, they say Luke Shelby rocks out all these fucking omelets, and I was like. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so ever since then, I just told myself, you shit omelettes. Because <laughs> we didn't even have a hob there. We literally wow. had two gas burners. Yeah, you would have got nailed that at Le Manoir. I did. When I was at Le Manoir doing breakfast, the omelettes, they had to, they could not be a speck of colour on them. Yeah. Like, and then you, you had to How do you achieve perfectly. that? How do you achieve that? You go to Le Manoir. <laughs> well, if you watch it on my uh, masterclass. Hey! Oh, hey. Plug, plug, plug. There's an omelette <laughs> class on there. Oh, yeah. I love it. I yeah, knew that's that. why. 
I asked. How much? Twelve pound a month. Twelve pound a month. Yeah, subscription. It's yeah. cheap. Full access. Yeah. Full access all that. Access all areas. Saltmasterclass.com. <laughs> See, I can do adverts. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy voice. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Great. But maybe the actual answer to this is we shouldn't be ashamed to have three fried eggs. No. No. It looks weird, but it, we shouldn't yeah. be ashamed tomorrow. Of it. Jeffrey when you have eggs. breakfast at the yard and tomorrow, I want three fried eggs. Yeah, yeah, they you wouldn't know, fit yeah. on your plate properly, though, yeah, with a slice yeah, of toast. Weird. Weird. If you pile them up like a milfoil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, actually. Well, but you might overcook the oats. Oh, then. yeah, because then yeah. the oats won't. No, I'm, more of, stupid, ba- I'm more of a bacon sandwich kind of guy, to be honest. Yeah. Well, clearly, because you, you just can't do just eggs. can't do the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Brown sauce, bacon, <laughs> bit of fucking hobo's best of both. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Okay, right, let's move on to some cowboy stories. These, we, we discovered so many cowboy stories during lockdown when we were doing our podcasts and they're basically oh, for those that means on class jesus <laughs> <laughs> it's because i'm getting old my memory's so bad yeah. he tells so many stories on this podcast he has to make a list because he'll so, tell the, the same one twice I did this podcast is because i love this point I'm only coming here because I want to hear first Paul's oh, stories. I love Paul's stories. That's They're amazing. And every week I'm like, he can't be that story. And then the geezer put his bins outside my door. And I followed him home. And I think to myself, I've been to Shuffle Ponary. It's not even big. Glue in the door. I've heard him wrong. Oh, Legend. So Legend. So many good stories. It's got to be honest. Yeah, yeah you've got yeah. to be. Yeah, so these cowboy stories, we, they're basically hacks gone wrong people think that they're hacks but they're not they're shortcuts to disaster so Paul have you got any for us yeah I was speaking to Gibbo earlier actually because I mean we've we've done a few of these before mm. so I, I run out all my, my memory struggles then they come back to me at random times um, so Gibbo when he was um, now this is more than cowboy this is just fucking disgusting okay um, but all, most of them are yeah it's most of the cowboy yeah. stories are really disgusting yeah, and he, he was saying that when, uh, so Gibbo used to work with me at Mallory Court and then he started here, but a year in between he was temping waiting for this job and he was working at a place in Leamington, I'm not going to name. Sure. But they had lobster on the menu and it's kind of place like, they, they serve they lobster? lobster. What? Yeah. No one's going in there to buy some fucking lobster. No, <laughs> you wouldn't. You just look at the place. No, sure. they did. Though. Fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I bet some, you sold it. some flash yeah. twats that put in their fucking receipt yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, those, those six guys. followers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the and the, the lobsters. <laughs> I mean, obviously, our lobster you've got to cook from live straight away because yep. it starts breaking itself down. But this was beyond that. They were like they were dead and they were rotten and slimy and going green around the edges. Ugh. So they'd crack them open and like wash them in cold water for about an hour, just cold running water before they cooked them. And they's like, oh, can you just wash do the lobster washing today? So. I'll have no part of this. Wow. I will not have any part so of it. So shameless. You're taking notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Wash Jesus. my lobsters. <laughs> and, that is absolutely Yeah, and they right. cook them and serve them. Like, but he was like, they stunk to high so ovens. Like, just in washing them, that got, what, just got rid of some of the crap right, it's and the colour. It'd the... probably get rid of a little bit of surface slime. Oh, That's it. Oh, that makes me gag. Yeah, but they really... Horrendous. But when a shellfish like eats on itself, it's yeah, boring. just the texture. Is, that's before it's even gone off. Yeah. And you don't yeah, even take it really to the weird. next level. It's fucking. Disgusting. Even sometimes you get a good delivery from some of the best suppliers in the country. You, you oh, they they've had like six hours. Wow, really? It changes so quick. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah, I didn't really know that. Does. I didn't yeah. realize that. Actually. That's why you've got to like. Yeah, yeah, use it. it like, yeah, even it the good suppliers, are they good when you oh, ring yeah, and go all look. Yeah, it's actually, just mate. that it's died on route. Even the like, best person in the world isn't always best. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, the best yeah, can't be, in yeah. the country isn't always the best. And mm-hmm. 
That's where we have to understand that, really. Yeah, sure. Right, well, this is the perfect point to merge into boiling point. So this is where our chefs tell of the real heat of the kitchen. We want to know, when have you lost your shit or when have people lost their shit on you? Who wants to go first? Do oh, hang go? on, hang on. We've got giggling already in yeah, the corners. Yeah, he's giggling. Does he know, yeah, Does he know yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Who wants to go first? Do you want to jump in, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't got... Uh, I thought of this. I was telling Yard on the drive up. Basically, we left the hotel because we had a busy lunch. He fell asleep before we left Mayfair. Wow. So I was like, oh, I'm falling asleep here. I'm on the M40. And then he was like, so what's, what story are you going to tell? He's from Switzerland. Sorry, that's my, that's my Swiss. Yeah, that's oh, why I sound like Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> Sean Connery. <laughs> and then he was like, what are you going to say? I was like, well, I've got, I've, I told him the bad ones. He was like, you can't say them. <laughs> why? So when Come a 22 year old was telling me, you can't say them stories. <laughs> but the best, the funniest, they're just the funny story for me. When I went to the toll booth, it was like, it, that's my mecca. That's where I learned my craft. That's where I did. I went there when I was 14. I left when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I did a year on every section of the kitchen. And that was hard kitchen as well, because you didn't have meat and fish. The meat was sauce for sauce. Yeah. You did everything. Yeah, I worked some places like, like, like yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was hard, but during Christmas, you used to do Christmas parties. And at the toll booth, so you like have set it. menu. And they still like, do it the same. So I'm not disrespecting them or nothing. Yeah, just set menu, yeah, yeah. turkey. First day, of, first of December, you cook turkey. Lunch and dinner. Right. Two turkeys a day. And we used to keep tallies. Really? So on the pass, you used to like, every day, Sharpie, a tally. I think the, the, our first, my first December on sauce, I was 16. So that would have been 2009. And I think I cooked 64 turkeys in December. Wow. And they were big boys. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't small turkeys. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we were doing this Christmas party and like you do Christmas parties and you used to like turkey and beef sirloin or whatever, all roast dinner. Yeah. You do it all of December, you're just absolutely sick of it by about the 2nd of, of course, December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and Ian Rhodes was the executive chef at the time. Now he's a general manager there. Absolute legend, my first chef, proper from Hull. You don't mess with him, he's a big boy. He comes to the restaurant all the time. Now all the boys and girls have met him, like he's a legend. He's so proud of me, I'm, I love him. Like he's yeah, my first chef's dad. Nice. But anyway, we used to have these big silver trolleys. And we have one actually at the door chest, you know, they're covered in silver. You have to put the gas burners underneath mm. it. Mm. And anyway, someone didn't set it properly. So when we started going on the party, he was in the middle of the floor and this whole silver trolley, what's made out of silver, went up in lights. And when I mean went up in lights, I mean it went up in lights. Wow. I never seen a fire like it. <laughs> but because he's from Hull and he's Sheffy, that's yeah. his name, Sheffy. He was he's an amazing chef. He worked at Paul Pacuzzi, the original, like the proper restaurant for like three years. He beat Gordon Ramsay, and uh, that, that's what I got told when I was fifteen. But he did. He beat Gordon Ramsay in National Chef of the Year, like back in the day. Proper chef, do you know what I mean? He uh-huh. loves Paul Pacuzzi. We used to do a truffle soup with a puff pastry on top. Oh, nice. We used to do all that stuff. Like I'm sure not as good as Paul Pacuzzi, but I just remember seeing it when I was a kid. Like my first section was garnish. We used to have a ten potato dishes, being like. That's pom galette. That's like, I can name potato dishes like no tomorrow. Wow. And even now, the boys are like, what's that called? I was like, yeah, classic. Yeah. 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 We used to make all these potato dishes, like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, that story just goes that, that this trolley was on fire and it comes back in the kitchen and he's on it in his chef wipes. <laughs> and we're sending the party at like 120. And he's like, we don't fucking stop. We don't fucking stop. <laughs> and there's turkeys on this fucking silver trolley. And I'm like 16 on the meat section. <laughs> Not knowing that the, the salon was fucked. I didn't know what media rare was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just looking at this guy across the pass. Oh and the head God. chef's on this part. And he's like, just keep going, boys. And we're just like, I'm cutting the beef. He's cutting the turkey. Burn it all year. He's like, fuck! Shit! <laughs> 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 and he literally carved this turkey. 
to its fucking bone. Like, so now I call him Jesus. Whenever <laughs> I see him, I call him Jesus. Oh, wow. And I was him two weeks ago, I said, that fucking story. He's like, I never forget that day. And afterwards, he's like, my fucking arms. <laughs> those bold. Big, yeah. Bigger than all of us. Big and like, oh my proper whole guy. But I just remember him looking at us and be like, we don't fucking stop for no one. That is and it was so like, I never forget that because you don't. It's like down the trenches. But, you don't, on, but yeah. you don't stop for anyone. It doesn't matter what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if someone's burning alive, which was him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the boss. He didn't care. That's and I just, crazy. I, was, I don't know why, but I respect him so much for that. It's one of the moments where you have to be there to see it. But I just remember yeah, being there. It doesn't there. sound real. It doesn't and it was like real. the head chef, me on me, and my junior suit next to me. And Dave was like, just keep going. Dave's now the head chef. I'm really pugging Suffolk. And Dave was like, keep going, Boone. And I was like, he's fucking mad. <laughs> he's like, just keep going. Chef, he's like, Boone, push. <laughs> and he was like, push, push. And I was like, fucking hell. My eyebrows were like, off. I've just never seen a fire like it. <laughs> That's mad. It was was just, a, I mean, I suppose, yeah, alarms aren't even going off for that in a kitchen because it's probably all like ventilated and stuff. But I would have oh, thought that. Like, yeah, it's an old school place. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a cowboy story because I don't mean it in a cowboy way because I love him. And I love that restaurant because I owe it so much. But I just always remember that. No, you, know, you just have them little vivid memories. And you're, I just remember looking at me like, oh my God. That would not leave your mind. Like, and afterwards, he's like dusting himself down. He's like, I say you fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, dead proud of himself. The boy. <laughs> yeah. So proud of himself. Love just it. A legend. Paul, what have you got for us, mate? Well, um, do you remember? It was, a, I don't know, a few podcasts ago. We, uh, I told you a story about a woman who had booked in a place called Salt in Norwich. Yeah. Yeah, and we yeah, all kicked yeah. off. Wrong it's, restaurant. it's happened again, but it's oh, completely no. fucking, it's oh, happened a lot of times. Neil, isn't it? Neil. Bloody Neil. It's happened several times in different places. There's three places in the, four actually, four places in the country with Salt in the name, not called Salt, Salt in the name sometimes, yeah. but people keep booking with us. How? But I to go literally there. don't know how. I think I was off one night, uh, I had the kids and then Jack messaged me, he's like, oh, I've had a table, not show. Um, so Jack's email, I've got the emails up actually. <coughs> oh, excellent, here we go, so, here we go. You know, so Jack's just like, this is only like half, well prepared, half the story. I love it. This he is doesn't like, mess this... around. No, no. You've hey. got your speaker in a, a utensil pot yeah. and he's on plus. He's, 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 he's doing the real thing. Tell a story, you gotta tell a story. It's story, <laughs> yeah, story yeah, time. It's it. story time. Like, come here, it was for this, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just um, Jack's emailed him. Unfortunately, you didn't arrive for your table at Salt this evening. As a result, I'm afraid you'll have to apply a cancellation fee on the card that you provided, that you agreed to, blah, blah, blah all that. Yeah. Uh, as laid out in terms of conditions, it'll be 55 pound per head. It was a table of two. Then he's replied, hi, had just phoned regarding an issue with no show fee because he'd phoned here and yeah. he'd phoned the restaurant he actually went to. All right, just okay. later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had a table for two booked on arrival, had an issue <laughs> with booking, but was resolved and we were given a booth. So he's obviously turned up <laughs> oh, at a restaurant. God. No, I have a booking. They're like, no. And then they found him a booth, right? Oh my God. Um, after dining, I received an email of cancellation, which was Jack's. Um, I've been charged 55 pounds. Uh, when chatting on the phone, I was told to send an email back and that I'd receive a full refund. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not that guy. It's the difference the other restaurant. Really? Where was the other? Do you know where the other restaurant was in the <laughs> oh, country? I'll get to that, yeah. Okay, great. Um, sorry for any inconvenience. <laughs> if you can update me on this situation, it'd be greatly appreciated. And Jack's like, thank you for getting back to me. I'm a little confused. We have nine tables at Salt and no booths. 
the restaurant you made was salt, salt in Stratford upon Avon. Because we knew straight away this dickhead's books were yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you put so brackets William Shakespeare? Yeah, did you? Because Yarm was we like, is have. that where Shakespeare's from? Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody does. Yeah, yeah, comes yeah. There, yeah. Um, it sounds very much like you dined in another restaurant. Unfortunately, if this is the case, we'll have to stick to the no-show fee. And that was, Jack emailed him at half ten. Hmm. Two minutes to four in the morning. Whoa. He's obviously on the piss. Wow. He's on the piss. He's hi, out. Hi, I am student and this fee I cannot afford. Unnecessary money coming off my account is the last thing I need to worry about. Considering it's quite well worded his first email. Now he's wrecked. <laughs> yeah. well, and it's enough. four in the morning. It's yeah. four in the morning, Paul. You've been there, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Might be later as well. <laughs> um, then nine minutes later at seven minutes past four. Just furthering on from my previous email, this payment has took my bank balance into an overdraft. I seriously cannot afford this. Tough shit. Oh, man. So then, then I got involved. He's in a harsh morning. fucker, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'm not I like, no, I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> So yeah, I got involved next morning. Of course you did. I bet um, you rubbing your hands. Hi, unfortunately, this fee will, fee will have to stand. It appears you booked in a completely the wrong restaurant, which in turn closed off a table in my restaurant that we would have sold, which we would have because we were full. Uh, after being forced to close for most this year, we also cannot afford to have customers show up at the restaurant. The cancellation, yes. cancellation fee you agreed upon on booking is there for a reason, which is to protect the business. Didn't hear anything all day. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's obviously in his pit. He's got hangover. Yeah, we got an angry, angry phone call from uh, a middle-aged, grumpy Scottish woman. His mother. What? Yeah, fucking mummy. No yeah, way. Oh, yeah, um, so he's like, um, so she kept saying, I want to speak to the owner. And Jack was like, you don't. <laughs> Have you met Trust him? Me. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to. If you want a refund, he's not that guy. <laughs> so come on. And he, I was like, okay. I okay. love that he's got that about him. Though. I know, it's amazing. It's brilliant. I respect he it. is so good, isn't he? I curse it. I give her a call back. And she was fucking vile. Like was an she? absolute prick of a woman. Wow. Like she was horrible. And she, They'd booked a restaurant in Glasgow oh called God. Salt. It's, it's like um, the menu's very much a Wagamama style thing. Like that's what it looked like. Uh-huh. Like, but the best Tasty. thing, best thing is, I worked out what he would have spent, and they probably, if they were doing well, they would have spent sixty quid. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've charged, and I've charged 110 yeah, no wonder he's no skin oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but he's saying he's skin he's out on the piss going out for a meal you're not that skin mate he's trying yeah. to impress a girlfriend the first yeah, girlfriend yeah so he's she's like he's 19 years old he's a student I was like okay fair enough he's an adult um, <laughs> so an adult <laughs> yeah. he's still an adult he's yeah. like yeah. he's done he loves yeah. this he and she's it. like it's a genuine mistake I said I, I appreciate that it's a genuine mistake but why should I pay for his mistake <laughs> yeah but he is if an you adult. did it for him you'd have to do it for everyone yeah and even so it's like you're a fucking adult mate oh, if I was His a 19 mum were you cool years old right and I'd done something like that and I went to mum she'd say you prat yeah yeah like, you're so your lesson, right you prat. actually yeah. so that, anyway so we had a bit of a to do on the phone back and forward and she was like oh your customer service is horrible I said well you wouldn't know because none of you come here <laughs> Because it's lost. It's like you're in Glasgow, you never come in. So I've got free reign to be horrible here. Yeah. So I was giving <laughs> well, it back quick, and quick, forth. Yeah, I just did an, a rough calculation from a business point of view. If one person did that a week, yeah, 
by a year, that's nearly five and a half grand. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not a joke. That's yeah, a lot of money, yeah. For a tiny yeah. restaurant, yeah. yeah. What could you do with five and a half grand? Oh, mate, yeah, there's a lot I could do without fucking needs. Do, do you have similar phone calls for no shows with people? We do, yeah. We just put the cancellation. Sorry, we ruined his. No, 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 no. We'll go back. I was ready for him to fight the mum. No, I'll finish off in a minute. No, because I was agreeing with him and I was like, cool, how much money is that? If that happens once a week, which it did tonight, and I was eating in the restaurant, it's a lot of bloody money. It is. And it's his business. Yarn said it to me. Yarn was like, it's his business, his money. I'm very lucky. I work for a big hotel. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's different. I get upset about it, but it's different. Paul actually made you see about it. This is his house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's well, this is your house. You've got home. You think of everything. It's not all about my personal expenses. It's about, well, you've you've got staff to look after. You've got all these other costs to look after. Suppliers to pay, everything. There's absolutely no way I'm letting them off. Especially when I know they're never coming here anyway. So why would I give them any fucking goodwill? Like, (laughs) why? I may as well get my 110 out of you. So yeah, anyway, we had a massive... I was really polite and Brett was here as well. And Jack was like, come on, what did you say to us? But Brett... And he was like, honestly, he's really polite. But I kept in that calm. What did you say to her? Yeah. <laughs> Jack knows what I'm like. I, you know, when you say in that calm state and it just winds people up. So oh, it's yeah. Calm, Classic. Really, I love like, that. disgustingly polite. I made myself feel sick how polite I was. <laughs> That's nice. And she was just like ramping up and ramping up. Anyway, we left it there. <laughs> Half hour later, there's a voicemail. I wish I'd saved it because it was oh, fucking no. poetic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because Home of Shakespeare, darling. <laughs> so so the, the girlfriend, yeah. the girlfriend had started tweeting and abusing us. So I said, oh basically, God. you're an adult. Be accountable for your own actions and stop getting mummy to look up to, to fucking clean up your shit, right? So then um, the dad phones, leaves a voicemail. And he's like, I've heard you've had to. Uh, have a conversation with the ex-wife. I bet that was fucking horrible for you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> really? <laughs> Make sure you charge her. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I totally understand what you're saying and what you said on Twitter. The adults are going to be um, accountable for their own actions. Yeah, they like, booked oh, it. I love it. And he said, look, you know, I'm phoning on the after. He had been told to phone, so you could tell the tone of his voice. He was, he he was like, I've been forced to. But he's like, look, if there's any way we could, you know, perhaps do half or anything. So obviously I just never phoned him back and left it. Like, <laughs> I don't need to engage in this anymore. No, sure. I've got my money. I you love that you rang you and said, yeah. But the way it's like, I bet that was horrible for you. <laughs> like, Jack was dying. Oh, it was super. That is so yeah. good. What a legend. That, oh, nice. I love that he called. So, I bet she yeah, never yeah. knew he called either. I bet he's yeah, like, well, she would have been on, ah, help your You so need to help your son. <laughs> she was the mum of like, not this guy, Sol, who yeah. balked. Don't know if I should say his name, but yeah, you definitely should have. Yeah, well, I didn't say his surname. (laughs) (laughs) What was Um, it? (laughs) She was wasn't the mum of him. She was the mum of his girlfriend. So even further removed. Like I'd be so embarrassed that I used to be like, "Oh, I booked the wrong restaurant." Look, they emailed me. There's a map on there. It's fucking. It says it's Stratford. I agreed to it. I put my own card details in, but they've charged me. My mum would be like, "You're a twat, Paul." Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. learn your lesson. Completely. Yeah, not trying to clean up my own mess. So completely. Yeah, no, completely. Absolutely love it. What a story, Paul. (laughs) Never failed to not deliver. Right. He always has good stories. Always, always. I think you look for him now. (laughs) Yeah. Got to a point in your career now where you're like, Ooh, I just love the, we, drama. Yeah. Get, love the drama. What can we get today? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that, that, yeah, let's escalate this and it'll be a great story. <laughs> Perfect, right? Before we go, any cooking <coughs> hacks for our listeners to take away with them? So, opposite of cowboy stories, anything little tricks in the kitchen, things you've learned along the way you think will help home cooks out? Anyone got anything? 
What was Jan's? Uh, uh, I think Jan said I should say about the... Taboo taught me a really, really good hack, which not many chefs do, and I don't really understand why, but oh, okay. we vat pack all of our lettuce leaves in loads of ice water, and it means they last forever. Oh, they go super crisp. What? They go super crisp, but then with a the bit of leaves, well, these are very chefy ones. Yeah. yeah, at home, most people have vat packs now anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe my clientele, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fair, I watched some TV shows, like cooking shows, with home cooks. Yeah. And they're vat packing stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, everyone wow, has a vat this is mental. The amount of customers I speak to, like, yeah, the water bath, 62 degrees. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, really, bro. <laughs> I don't really use it. I just chuck it in a pan and yeah, yeah. hope it's all right when I cut into it. <laughs> Microwave, uh, 750. That's uh, as, as, as yeah, hacky I, as I, I get. I went to Japan, actually. I went to a Wagyu trip in Japan, and they started cooking in the microwave. That was Did funny. Wow. Yeah, 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 that's funny. We have 15 chefs from the UK, 15 chefs from the Netherlands. We got taken to Japan all around the Wagyu farm. This like eight-year-old Japanese chef started putting wagyu in the microwave because no in Japan way. they all live in little ho- like small houses. They uh-huh. don't have ovens because mm. there's no space and they don't want space. They don't want clutter yeah, in their sure. lives. They all have microwaves. That's crazy. So they all How did that microwaves. make out? Was it dreadful? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Oh, <laughs> there was a three-star chef from Netherlands who like literally pushed them out of the way. Really? It got really spicy. Even the ice <laughs> dinner was like. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> what was I saying? Wow. Yeah, the lettuce leaves. The lettuce yeah, leaves. Lettuce. Very, from a chef point of view, lettuce leaves is my favourite because it baby jam or all the little leaves or whatever. Like, how many times has your mum bought that bag of shit from Sainsbury's? <coughs> yeah, yeah. What dies the next day? Yeah, that will stand. That bag, so it's only for the chef. So home, home people don't worry about it. But uh-huh. if you vat pack it in like loads of ice water, it lives for weeks and weeks. So wow. we do it with our bitter leaves. We've got a bitter leaf salad on at the moment, and it takes away the bitterness as well. So it's really okay. good. It's really good. Do you know? Like when you know, no, know, when Taboo showed me it when I first went to Taboo as a sous chef, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Why are you fat packing like gem lettuces? But yeah. now I realise it, and the, all the guys, wow. boys and girls, love it. That is that sounds That's pretty good. That, yeah. And then I think the other home, the home trick, what Jan said on the drive up, was just grate everything because I just love grating everything. <laughs> what? Why? Just at home, easier just, than no, chopping. Even at work, I just grate everything. Do you? Carrots. Yeah, I ain't got time to dice anything. I'm done. I'm so done with dice. Was the same with I yeah. like at home. I microplay. I never ever crush or chop garlic. Microplane it. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Like, why would you not microplane garlic if you've got one? Yeah. Like, I if you chop it, it goes into your board. Garlic crushers are shit because they get about 30 oh, seconds. Oh, they're awful. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah. 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 Microplane it. Best, best way to crush if garlic. If I make anything at home, it always starts with a box grater, one carrot, one red onion. Only red onions at home. Yeah. I love red onions. Yeah. So and always why red onions. We only use red onions as well. Well, we use white onions every now and then. And That's then really interesting you say that. Yeah. And I just grate everything in the same box. Sweat off your crappy mints. Get good mints. But <laughs> <laughs> and then add in that's this box. I always just fill the. But we do it at work. We do we do Kaufman squid bolognese at work. And I've got Kaufman in many times to try it and make sure he's happy with it. And he's a fucking legend. I, uh-huh. I love that guy so much. Yeah. He's just like. I don't know. I don't want to be him when I'm 70 years old because he still pushes on like a dog. But I respect him so much for that. Sure. Because he's a legend. He's done everything what none of us will ever do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He gave it, he's got so many stories about him, like when he was at the Tom de Claire and when he gave it to Gordon and didn't charge him rent for a year. And he, when he talks about it to me, and he doesn't talk to me like he's my best mate. I've met him many times, but not like that. But mm. just love him. So much respect for him. I'm very, I feel very honoured that I get people sure. like Kaufman coming into my restaurant very often. And yeah, just that he comes in the kitchen, nice. yeah. chats to all the guys. Like last time he came in, he had the script bolognese. And Neil, one of the chefs of parties on fish, was like, 
Right, yeah, at 10. And he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he was like, and he was half Filipino, half Romford, fully Romford. <laughs> He's an Essex boy, through and through, right, Filipino. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Coughlin, rate that, rate that, one out of 10. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't rate anything out of one out of 10. And Neil was like, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Neil was like, he yeah. doesn't do one out of 10. I was like, of course he fucking doesn't. It's Peter Coughlin, man. <laughs> that like, I thought funny. it was funny. I was like, no funny Peter Coughlin. That is class. But, yeah, yeah great everything. Just uh-huh. great it. Great, yeah, that's a good tip. Done, yeah. done great with dice. it all. Finish with dice. Great, your cereal even. Ooh. Excellent. Thanks again to Guzborns for providing us with tonight's nightcap. It's been amazing. Guzborns.com if you want to find out more, place your order. Why not visit their website now? Do it, do it, do it. It's been so great having you on, mate. Thanks so much Thank for you. coming yeah, up. Kind. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been good to have you, mate. Yeah. yeah, awesome. yeah. It's been really good. I would have been better, but Paul got me pissed about six hours ago when we turned. That made it better. Tomorrow morning, you'll be like, what the fuck so did I, I say? I heard you on media training. It's like, Jack, keep topping him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this prick's been media training. <laughs> we, 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 we did lunch so we left at three. So, yeah, we need to be there at half six. We got here and I was pissed by seven. <laughs> That's the way and you do it. Now it's gone midnight. I know, mate. That's but the way I thought it. this nightcap was just a bit of a joke. I thought you did it during the day. No, <laughs> I didn't realize it is actually fucking midnight. <laughs> it's a literal nightcap. Yeah, I was falling asleep over there. Yes, yes. It's, it's an authentic nightcap, mate. What can we say? I hope yeah, you've enjoyed yeah. yourself. Um, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure. Very much appreciated. Pleasure. Cheers, Paul. Thank you. Thanks again for downloading The Nightcap. And if you loved listening as much as we loved doing it, please do spread the word. Help others find it by leaving a rating and review now on iTunes. You can do that via your podcast app. We'll also find the three previous series of the show. For more content videos, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the nightcap underscore pod. And very soon, we'll be launching our brand new YouTube channel, where for the first time, we'll be putting up every episode of the series for you to watch if you'd rather see our rosy-cheeked faces. Enjoy! Enjoy!